or podcast coming your way again. Steve Schmee and the Rickster, Ricky V. Raw. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Episode 485. Today, we're going to do another rehash episode. This time, we're going to talk about two compounds that are really interesting. They're sold as SARMs, but they're not actually SARMs. And they work really good for endurance and fat loss. So the one we're going to talk about that I'm bringing to the forefront is GW501516 Carterine. That's from episode 330 that we did. So if you have never heard of GW, you're going to want to listen to this podcast because it could be something that's going to work really well for you and really push you to have much better results. And it's, it's, it's really an awesome compound. I, I really like it as someone who likes to push the envelope with cardio and go hard as hell when it comes to cardio. Um, it's really helped me uh, taking this stuff before I go and do my cardio. So Rick, you have another compound that's really good too for endurance. Yeah, yeah. This is one of the newer ones, SR9009. This is like a shorter act than GW, the way a lot of people regard it. It's a great one to use pre-workout. Uh, you can, uh, some guys argue whether GW is better than, than SR9009. Um, some guys just take the two of them together. They'll dose the GW once every 12 hours, uh, once a day sometimes, and then they'll do the SR just like right before their workouts or right, right in the morning, then right before workout in the afternoon, and they'll just stack the two for great results. So uh, that is another great episode. That is episode 356, episode 356, SR9009. Um, those are two great episodes that you guys are about to listen to right now. These are these are rehash series. Um, we're doing these during the summer where people are a little bit lazier. <laughs> Everybody's just kind of chilling. Uh, but these are great episodes. And even if you heard them once, I promise you, you're good. If you listen to them again, they're so packed with information. There's something else in them that you just didn't know. Something else that you forgot. Something you heard, but you were just thinking about the last uh, sentence that so you you skimmed over. And always watching things, you know, always listening to something. When you listen to an audiobook a second time, when you watch a, a documentary for a second time, you always learn something new. And so. We we spent a, a lot of time researching, a lot of energy, putting together a great podcast for you guys. And we're bringing back anything that's older than a year. So if you've been listening for over a year, you might remember some of this content. If you've only been listening with, within the past uh, year, this is brand new, fresh content for you. Two great episodes. That's uh, Carter and GW330 and then uh, Stenabolic SR9009 podcast 356 without further ado here is the show evolution our podcast coming your way this is number 330 we're up to number 330 steve me here and rick what's going man hey what's up steve what's up guys how's everybody doing out there so in this one guys we're gonna talk about cartering gw 501516 we're going to start our SARM series now. Very important to, right off the bat, remember GW Carterine is not a SARM, guys. Um, but what it is, is it's been something that's been in the fitness industry for over 25 years. 
perhaps the most fascinating fat loss drug to ever catch my eye personally. You may have heard of it if you, you know, if you have any buddies that do a lot of running, if you have uh, friends who do CrossFit, a lot of them talk about it. It's well known among them. And you can use it also in weight training, obviously, when you're lifting weights, because it's going to help you push harder and, and more without losing your win while you're weight training as well. So you'd be able to knock out an extra half rep or rep when you're using it. There's a lot of bad information out there on it. So we're going to talk about it in this podcast. And um, there's a lot of history. There's like two or three stories behind GW with history. So I'm going to bring in Rick first and see what he has to say about the history of GW. You know, Steve, maybe today you can uh, add some of that history if, if there's something I missed. But GW, basically what I found on GW was is that it, research on it began in 1992 and it was a collaboration between GSK and Lingen Pharmaceuticals and they started in 1992 but didn't publish any information about them discovering and researching the compound until about 2001. Now in 2007 they abandoned work on the drug uh, citing that it was uh, giving mice cancer in lab testing and now on Wikipedia and pretty much everywhere you look in the test that gave the mice cancer, the dose was about three milligrams per kilogram of weight, which is quite a lot. Most bodybuilders are only gonna take about 30 milligrams a day at the most, and that's for a 200 pound man. So the mice are definitely getting way more than a person would ever take, but the cancer uh, concerns were enough for development of the drug to be abandoned. Now. The drug was researched pretty much for obesity, diabetes, and cardiovascular disease. GW will help you lose body fat. It'll help with heart health. It'll help with insulin resistance. It's actually pretty, on paper, pretty amazing. And the drug was banned by, the, by WADA, the World Anti-Doping Agency. In about, 19, about 2009, it was banned by them. And some athletes have already gotten popped for using GW. Some cyclists have tested positive, mostly cyclists because GW is a pretty damn good and safe replacement for Epogen. Epogen is a drug that's preferred by cyclists because it helps with their endurance. Where GW, you just dose it a couple of times per day and it's pretty easy to work with and apparently can be just as effective, if not more, than Epogen if you, if you give it enough time to, to work. In 29, April of 2019, heavyweight boxer Jarrell Miller tested positive for GW. So a lot of fighters, a lot of jiu-jitsu guys use GW because it just gives them incredible endurance. And a lot of guys competing at amateur level will use GW as a real crutch because Man, what it does to cardio is pretty amazing. And uh, that's about it. Oh, as far as history, we'll talk about more of the actions later. Anything you want to add on the history, Steve? You want to help me out today on that? From an athletic perspective, guys in the 2008 Olympics, the Chinese Olympics, that was a huge milestone um, when it came to athletics and really economy and world. I mean, that, that 2008 Chinese Olympics – drastically changed the world in a lot of ways 
And with GW, from the anecdotal evidence that I've seen, pretty much every Olympian that year had taken or did take GW because it was not on the list to be banned. So that's why in 2019 they came in and they banned it because of that. So they were kind of late to the party for that. But that really uh, two, came- two or not, yeah, uh, 2009, 2009, you mean they came in and banned it. What did I say? Uh, 2019 after, after Beijing. Okay. <laughs> yeah, so 2008 was the Olympics. And then 2009, they, they came in and they, they banned it a little late. But um, so that was a huge change, guys. Uh, if you can remember, that was actually the year we had the big, great recession started. That was a huge, huge year for the world as a whole. But um, so athletes have been using this for a long time, and they've tried to get away with it. And now you're seeing these guys get busted for it. And that's because of detection time. We don't really know the detection time, but I'm suspecting from the evidence I've read, Rick, it's about 30 to 45 days. So um, you could still run it when you're training, but um, you're going to get busted if you use it anytime close to, to getting tested for it. So, you know, that's, that pretty much sums up the history. And, and, you know, at the end of the day, I'm not sure I agree that it was abandoned because of the cancer thing. We really don't know the actual story, why it was abandoned. There's a lot of rumors out there, but it's important to remember that there's a lot of things that these, um, these companies, these pharmaceutical companies, they experiment with. And for whatever reason, Maybe it has something to do with profit. Maybe it has something to do with, then, you know, athletes got a hold of it and started abusing it. And then that's why they banned it. And that's, that's actually why they banned Anavar. The whole reason they banned Anavar because athletes were abusing it. So they actually stopped producing that. I don't mean they banned it, but I'm saying pharmaceutical companies stopped producing it. So I think it had more to do with athletes abusing the crap out of it why they abandoned it and uh, they quickly realized this is not going to be a profitable venture and it's not where it's going to piss off a lot of people um, if we continue developing this so I don't really don't think it has anything to do with the cancer thing I think the cancer thing is actually over a little overblown we've actually seen in studies that it actually has anti-tumor and anti-cancer properties so but, you know, there's so much information out there, guys. It just depends on where you're looking, you know? So um, I don't think we're ever going to know the full story, Rick, on the history. What do you think? Yeah, it's definitely an interesting drug. It's one of these new drugs that were abandoned by the drug companies, but bodybuilders were just continuing on using them. So it's, you know, it's the new eras, the new stuff, new things people are, it's new stuff people are doing. What do you want to talk about more about how it works or where are we at right now? Yeah, I'm going to get into how it works. Um, mm-hmm. So again, like I mentioned earlier, it's not a SARM. It's not a, it's not a selective antigen receptor modulator. Remember that guys, but it is sold as a SARM. So we refer to it as a SARM sometimes on the forums and talking about it. So there's no reason that kind of go into every thread and be correct people when they say, Oh, I want to use a SARM and I'm using GW and blah, blah, blah. I mean, because we refer to it as a SARM. It's kind of like calling a tomato a vegetable when it's really a fruit. I mean, it's, you get the point. But it's not a SARM, but it's, it's what's called a PPAR agonist, which stands for peroxisome proliferator activated receptor beta. And it binds to those, it's a PPAR agonist, and it binds to those receptors. 
So the activity in the genus change, which causes a shift in how energy is put out. So this means that you're going to be able to push harder, longer when it comes to endurance without becoming winded. Now, if you've ever taken a stimulant before a workout, you'll notice you get winded quicker. You're not able to push, you crash. Well, GW doesn't give you that effect. GW allows you to push harder, rev up your heart rate without hitting your maximum heart rate. So let's say you want to sprint around a lap, right? As fast as you can. And your heart rate usually goes, gets to 180. Now, if you take GW daily for a week and then do that sprint, instead of your heart rate getting to 180, your heart rate's only going to get to 170 using that same energy output. So you can actually push more and get that heart rate to 180 and actually run faster and get less winded during your run. You could translate that to weight training the same way. This is how it was designed. And it works amazingly well. It, you'll actually notice it working. If you really know your body, Rick, and I'm sure you know this, that the first few days when you're on this stuff and you do a regular run, like let's say you run a 5K, you'll shave 30 to 45 seconds off your 5K time instantly on this stuff because of this reason. So it works completely opposite of how a stimulant works. Completely opposite where it actually helps you push longer without getting winded. It's really an, an amazing compound. And um, it's one of the most amazing compounds out there, in my opinion. If you are any type of athlete, it can make a huge difference in your workouts. Yeah, the effects are seen right away. Very, very quickly, very early on. Also, if you stop using the stuff, you can feel the effects go away just as quickly as well. I've had experience with it. What I got, where I received a couple of, of uh, good bottles of GW, used them, felt amazing. And then the third bottle was bunk. It was just straight fake. And I could feel the drop instantly in, in, in that bump in cardio endurance after switching over to the bottle. I'm saying instantly, but it really takes a, a little while, but you can feel it. You can feel the difference. Yeah, it does make a huge difference in your endurance, for sure. It, it is a uh, PPAR. Uh, I mean, it, uh, it works differently than steroids do, and it actually works on, recept on the receptors that are responsible for things like insulin resistance and also the burning of fat basically and it's just a, it it just it just feels like it makes your body just way more efficient at burning at burning fat and utilizing energy it's a great great drug for cutting it really makes makes cutting pretty effortless if you use it um obviously and as i've said on the podcast before this is no surprise to anybody only thing that worries me about it is it's new we don't know what yet will happen. It's not just a new drug, like a new steroid. It's a new class of drugs. So while every steroid we've discussed on the podcast up until now has the roots in the research in the 1950s and 60s, and then it's a steroid, a class of drugs, which we've used now for, for many, many years, many decades. GW is a new class of drug in a completely new compound. 
research on it started in 1992. Wasn't really out on the market available until about 2005, 2007, really. So it's been around less than 10 years. We really don't know what yet is going to come of it. And even with that, I still use it. I still use it because I, I like experimenting on myself. But that's something to note and something to, to really know. But uh, yeah, man, it's, it's definitely, it's a great drug uh, as far as effects go. And it's pretty side effect free. I don't remember feeling any side effects at all with GW, no discomfort of any, of any sort. Just like effortless fat burning and incredible cardio. Pretty, pretty amazing. Is is a hard drug not to not to love pretty quickly and, and maybe abuse because it's so side effect free. And at least for me, for my goals, for my grind, that it, that additional endurance and and the boost in fat burning. I loved, really made a difference for me. I pushed my body to the limit cardio-wise often so I could feel the additional endurance. And when I do active stuff, like sparring, hitting the bag, jitsu, whatever I'm doing, that extra cardio really, it makes a difference. Mountain biking with, with buddies made a real difference. Get you up the hill quicker, let you hold on to stuff and, and push longer. You know, as an athlete in performing, you really, really, really appreciate that extra push because you you notice it in play, in action as you as you work out. So, pretty uh, addictive and intoxicating uh, performance enhancing drug in that regard. Yeah, and again, the fat loss is definitely there. But what I've noticed, Rick, with the fat loss is you don't really get the fat loss until like the second month on it. So you want to you want to run at least four or five weeks, then you start getting the fat loss. You start noticing the fat loss. That's been my experience. But the endurance is like right away. So remember, it change. It's a drug. It's not a hormone. It's a drug. So as you use it, it's not like a hormone that's like building up in your system and hitting a peak, and then it's affecting your HPTA and all that. It's just it's just like taking an aspirin. It's a drug. It's going to work while it's in your system. And then as you take it over time, it builds up, builds up, builds up more in your body. But you start getting, start noticing the fat loss as you're on it for a period of time, even though it is affecting the way the energy is being outputted in your body. So, you know, the way it works in that regard, like Rick was saying, it will increase insulin sensitivity. And it has been shown in some studies to reverse type 2 diabetes, help reverse that. Obviously, we also know from studies, and this is going to butthurt a lot of people out there, that if you eat right on it and you exercise on it, you, the, the results get exponentially better. So don't think you just take GW and sit on the couch and eat potato chips and you're going to get great results on it because you will be severely disappointed. So the more you exercise on it, the more your endurance will improve. The more better your diet is, the more fat loss you'll burn. So, hey, you know, it's, it's something that works. And the side effects, not a hormone. So it's not going to affect your HPTA. You're not going to get suppressed. You're not going to get shut down. You're not going to get heart issues. In fact, we know that it, in, in, uh, it improves your cholesterol. Um, so... It's not going to aromatize into estrogen. And there was a human study, Rick, out of Australia a couple years ago 
where athletes used it for six months straight. They did not have any side effects, not a lick of cancer, not a lick of tumors, nothing happened in those six months. So this is a, this is a really, really, we've, we've seen the studies, but you know, like Rick said, it's only been around really since the mid 2000s where athletes have been using it. And really over the past five or 10 years, has it really come to light in fitness industry? So, you know, we've only known about it, um, how it's affected people. So it's really hard to get a read on how it's the, any long-term effects and stuff, but Hey, we do stuff all the time that puts our body at risk. So, um, and I've used it and Rick's used it and I cannot attribute any problems to, to GW. It's, it's as safe as, uh, as it came, I, uh, you know, the only problem we, we know, we, we know so far, obviously, right. Cause we're the first, uh, generation of guys using it ever. Yeah. So we'll, we'll know, uh, you know, that, that's how it is. But again, we put so much stuff in our body that we shouldn't already. Um, just from the, I, I, I've experimented, I've experimented with it. I like the way it feels. Um, I'm conscious not to abuse it. As I've said on the podcast before, you just want to use the littlest amount of drugs as you need to just achieve the nice, nice look you want to maintain. And yeah, don't abuse it. Just don't yeah. abuse it. I haven't, uh, don't use GW as a crutch for fat loss. You really want to, you really want diet and discipline to really be how, how you stay lean. Don't use it as a crutch for cardio. It's good in, in performance. And again, if you mountain bike, things like that, it makes a, a nice performance difference. But don't take GW just to get on the treadmill a little bit longer. You can just push yourself naturally and, and really gain that, that real endurance naturally. So it's one of those things where, yeah, it increases endurance and yeah, it helps, helps me burn fat pretty quickly, but I can just uh, do without that. If I just diet more strict diet and I'm not competitive, just push myself. Right. So I like it. Feel good on it. Like Steven said, no side effects on it. But still, is the juice worth the squeeze? Is it within line of what your what your goals are? It's not going to really build any muscle. It will help with burning fat. With me, that I'm really strict with my diet. And, and if I have more gas in the tank, I'll just naturally push myself training more because I, I'm a bit of a masochist and I, and I like to bring my body to physical pain under 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 training so i like that so maybe it makes me start to to notice fat burning effects and burning more calories a lot quicker than other guys but if it's really taken uh, a lot of guys out there a couple of months to see fat burning results on it i mean unless you're competing what do you need that extra cardio for right i mean you got to take it for two months before you start burning fat on it. It doesn't build muscle. It doesn't prevent, prevent uh, catabolism. So you could take it after two months, like Steve said, it'll help you burn fat quicker, but it's not going to prevent, uh, at least, look, at least to some degree, clenbuterol even was known to help prevent losing muscle on, on caloric deficit. And GW, I don't, I, I don't, I've never heard of that. So, I probably would cutting definitely stack it with with a steroid, but 
I mean, again, it's a good, good drug if you just, you got to know what your goals are and what you're trying to achieve and where you're trying to get to. I've used it because I like experimenting on myself, journaling, just seeing how different drugs work so I can then talk to people about them. But in your particular case, just weigh it out and see pros and cons and if it fits in and if you need it. So how do we use cardarine for the best results? 20 milligrams is the sweet spot, both male and female. doesn't matter. Um, you can use 10 milligrams a day if on certain days you're going to say, hey, I'm just going to – I want to save some, some of the GW. I'm just going to do 10 milligrams, you know, here and there. But 20 milligrams is going to be a sweet spot. Really no reason to go higher. Some guys do 30. I haven't noticed any difference. Myself, my clients running 30 milligrams versus 20 milligrams. None at all. So stick with 20 milligrams, no reason to go more. Stacking it, you can run it on cycle. You can run it post cycle. You can run it in between cycles. You can run it if you're natural. It's not a hormone. Women can run it. Men can run it. Guys, 21, you can run it. 21 and over, fine. I would never recommend a 21-year-old use steroids, but cartering, you can use cartering at 21 because it's not going to mess with your hormones. Um, a great cunning stack for steroids. How about VAR and GW as a stack if you don't want to use injectable? If you want to use an injectable, how about Primo in GW? Wow, that would be a nice one if you want to really shape your physique and do it. I would say this, Steve, if, you, if we're going to go by the guidelines that you're in about eight weeks before you start to see noticeable fat loss with GW, you'd want to start the GW I'd say a good eight weeks before you start your, your Anavar. And then maybe when you know the GW is kicking in, you start using the Anavar so you have that anabolic in there to help you not lose, not lose any muscle mass. Then you can use that, those four weeks as, as the more stricter part of your diet, as, as, as the part of your, of your program where you, where you really uh, push yourself hard to, to diet down, caloric deficit, all that. But make sure you use it right. You know, if you're going to use it for fat loss, like Steve said, um, and, and you're going to use it for fat loss along with something like an oral, like Anavar Winstrel, which you should only take four to six weeks, then do it right. Start the GW early on and throw the, and throw the, the anabolic, the, the, and throw the oral once the GW is, is working or with the, time, the timeline that I guess guys believe now, nowadays it's, it's working for fat loss, about eight weeks, right? Six to eight weeks. Yeah, I'd say, you know, into the second month, like four or five weeks into it. So that's a good idea. You could start the GW, yeah, wait four or you, five weeks, then throw in the Anavar. And yeah, if, you, if, you, yeah. if you're doing heavy caloric deficit, so you're pushing yourself that way, Anavar will keep you from losing some, some of that muscle mass. GW will just make your body burn fat for energy a lot quicker. It'll just mobilize it. And yeah, once it's activated, so it probably best way to do it. I, I look, I like GW and test. I, I've used it in, with different things before. And out of this new set of performance enhancement drugs that we, we have out there, which they're all miscategorized as SARMs. Some are, some are not. It, it's probably one of the, my favorite ones that I've, I've tried. Yeah. And don't forget EQ if you want endurance, because running Anavar is not a good idea if you're an endurance athlete because of the pump. So if you want, if you want just straight endurance and fat loss, EQ would be a wonderful one to use with the GW as well. And of course you can use other SARMs with GW. 
A lot of guys like to stack different types of storms. You can run GW. If you're a woman, GW plus LGD. Great stack for a woman. If you're a guy, GW and RAD, GW and LGD, GW and Ulsterine, depending on your goals. That's it. I mean, GW is the, the thing I always recommend to use in a base. We talk about using tests in a base. Guys talk about tests in a base, tests in a base. How about GW as your base in a SARM stack? That's my recommendation because it it's great for fat loss and endurance. So half-life, guys, 24 hours. So once a day dosing is going to be fine. And, you know, that much covers it. But, I mean, before we, you know, stop this podcast, though, I got to also say, Rick mentioned earlier about getting fake GW. And even more dangerous than getting fake GW or bunk GW is getting something that isn't GW. That's really something else. And we see it all the time. They'll sell pro-hormones as GW. And they'll also sell clambutrol or albutrol as, as a GW. And the problem with that is... Number one, you'll get a pro-hormone that's really a hormone. So as a female, you Caffeine really powder, too. They've used caffeine powder to send out as GW, too. Yeah, and people don't know the difference. And that's actually running counter into, and counterproductive to your endurance if you're getting caffeine powder because caffeine will destroy your endurance. Women can run a pro-hormone instead of GW and cause problems uh viralization problems with side effects and then there's always that risk of clan screwing up your heart and giving you really really bad side effects so you have to be very careful about where you get your gw so come on the forums and you know check out what we you know the, the sources and make sure you get real gw because there are a lot of fakes out there and i'm in the i'm in the know and i got bunk shit i'm in the know and i got bunk shit Turns out the guys, uh, when they were first coming out, they didn't, they didn't understand the material much, and and one of the packs just didn't have the right stuff in it. Made a difference, real, real difference too, um, when it went from from the real stuff to not. Again, at least for me, I'm 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 someone that might push themselves to to almost passing out once or twice a week, just doing some kind of cardio, either on a bicycle climbing up, climbing up a mountain or, you know, or, or wrestling or whatever, you know, I might, I might get there so I can notice it. Some people can't, you know, most people that, that stop and slow down as soon as it starts hurting might not notice all the full effects of what GW is doing and might not know if they get bunk or not, or if this bottle was good and that bottle wasn't. But if you push yourself, you, you'll fucking know. You'll know if the stuff is good. You'll know right away it's working. So, yeah, and fat loss, guys, you can you can stack it with a supplement, Entuslin. Entuslin raises insulin sensitivity, helps you burn fat, helps helps block fat from being stored after your meals, and it it helps with uh, nutrition partitioning. So, Rick, what do you think about that stack? Yeah, absolutely love it. As far as fat loss goes. GW with Entuslin, incredible stack. Obviously, if you're, if you're really hitting that caloric deficit hard, you obviously want something like Anavar or Winstrol in there to help you not lose body, not lose muscle mass. Look, I, I, I'll do that with just with testosterone because that's what I like. But you guys out there love that Anavar. It, you definitely want it in there. But the Entuslin is, is incredible with your steroids, with GW, because of what it does with it, because of his because of its effects on insulin sensitivity. 
you know, we all know, right? Because we all know, all of us guys that have trained for years, we all know a buddy or two that are muscular and lean. They're just muscular and lean. And they just don't have all this trouble staying lean that some of us have. I found that when you use something like Entuslin really often, you know, a, um, a, gluc a glucose disposal agent like that, very powerful, it, it just shifts the balance and you all of a sudden now start to just have a much easier time staying lean. It's like, I'm not going to say shifting your genetics, but it's creating that environment that you would have it if you had those good genetics, if you had that good high insulin sensitivity in your muscles and, and were more insulin resistant than your fat cells and you just put on more mass and stay lean. Some people genetically built like that. Taking something like Entuslin, like Entuslin often really kind of just creates that, that same environment in your body after a while. And as long as you're consistent with it, it's just on a daily basis, you're going to just burn more fat, put on a little bit more muscle. GW definitely helps adding it up. I'd say if you're looking for a really good hardcore cutting stack, really good way to do it, is you plan about six weeks into Sling GW, no steroids yet, and you build up all the way to about week seven, and then you add Anavaro Winstrel for the next four to six weeks, along with Entuslin and GW, once they're both been activated in your body, you concentrate most of your caloric deficit, most of your, of your caloric pain and suffering to those weeks where the Anavar is, is anabolic in your body and the GW has activated and Entuslin has built up in your body. And you're going to burn body fat very, very quickly. You're going to look pretty shredded pretty quickly. You're going to see a different guy in front of the mirror every time you, you get out of bed in those four weeks. So it's a really, really nice stack. And, and I've done it. I've stacked it before. I get lean, take some pictures, and then go back to you know 9%, 10%, which is where I hover now. But I mean, it's, it's great. It's a great, it's a great, great stack. Great, great way to do it. All right, guys. So, hey, you know, it covers GW and we hope we gave you a, a fair and balanced uh, opinion about GW and you guys can do some more research, evolution.org, elitefitness.com. So check it out on the forums, guys, Steve SMI and Rick V. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll have another compound next week as we continue our SARMS series. Have a good one. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program. Three fifty six Evolution or podcast coming your way. Steve Simi here and Rick in the house. What's up, man? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? All right, so guys, this one we're gonna do SR nine zero zero nine stenabolic. 
So Stenobolic, it is not a SARM. We've done a bunch of SARM episodes. Uh, GW is not a SARM as well. Nutriball is not a SARM. Stenobolic is a little different than those, uh, a lot different than Nutriball, kind of like GW, uh, more in that class. It's a Rev ERBA ligand. Um, and, uh, and that means it simply binds to this protein and makes it more active. So just like all these uh, performance enhancing drugs, when they bind to something, they, you know, create a little, little action going. So you're going to get some positive effects from it. You're going to get things like fat loss. Endurance is the big one uh, that you're going to get from this one. And you'll notice it pretty damn fast. It was actually the way it actually acts is much more quicker than anything out there in its class. So much faster than GW. We'll get into that later on. Um, and it also has some other health benefits. But the main one I would say is the endurance. And we're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, so it's going to get more and more popular as we go along, but um, obviously it is one of the non SARMs that are popularly sold by SARMs companies. So Rick, there's a reason for that. Um, if it wasn't popular and it wasn't being used, these companies would not carry it. But if you notice any SARMs company, they carry, you know, the main SARMs, they carry the LGD, they carry the RAD, they carry the Osterine, they carry the Andrine, and then they'll carry Nutriball, and then they'll carry GW and SR9009 instead of just carrying GW. So SR9009 does play a factor in, um, in performance enhancing drugs. So not a hormone guys. It's not a hormone. It's not a SARM. It is basically going to bind to that Rev ERBA ligand protein. And that's how it works. It's magic. So I'm going to bring in Rick. Rick, give us some thoughts on it and, and some of the history. So 2012, huh? Is when it came around. Yeah. SR9009, known as Stenobolic, it's a research drug is developed by Professor Thomas Berry of the Scripps Research Institute. You know, funny enough, uh, Scripps is nonprofit, but off of the Scripps Institute nonprofit activities, some for-profit companies do spin off uh, with some of their, their discoveries and research. And basically, SR has been described as a workout in a bottle. It works. There's actually, and from, from some of the research I've done, there have been different uh, research done on it. And it works basically, it makes your mitochondria work harder. And it also can increase the amount of mitochondria in your cells. And as we all know, mitochondria is basically the powerhouse of the cells of our body. Is really where the calories go in and energy is produced from the mitochondria. There are scientists that theorize that somewhere, sometime way, way back in evolution, mitochondria was a separate organism, separate organism that was taken in by a single cell organism. And the single cell organism that took in this mitochondria basically protected it because the mitochondria maybe wasn't this, or that version of the mitochondria wasn't as good at protecting itself, but it was really good at making energy. So, uh, the 
the big cell would give it protection and the small organism, the mitochondria, would be in it being protected and making energy for both of them. So mitochondria has its own DNA. If you've ever heard of um, of mitochondrial DNA that it's only passed down um, mother to daughter. And SR9009 affects the way the mitochondria uh, works. It's it's sort of its, its main purpose and, and the main way that it that it interacts with our body. It's only active for a couple of hours, not that long. And there are some questions we're going to discuss on this podcast of whether there's a lot of benefit to taking it when you're not working out. It does give you a bit of a, of a mental high and a bit of an energy boost. It, it does promote fat loss while it's in your body. It's a very, very interesting compound. It's sort of a, a GW that has even more benefits than GW, but doesn't quite last this long. GW can be active for about 24 hours. SR, you're looking at two to four. And so you have to dose it more often. Um, it does have some effect on your sleep cycle, on just the way your body and the functions that happen in your body while you're asleep and awake. But that's not all it does. It does affect the body in a lot of different ways that don't affect your sleep cycle. This is one of those new psalms that it that came onto the market. It's quite popular. A lot of guys are using it. And there isn't a ton of research behind it. It's already been banned by WADA. It's already on the radar for pretty much all of the major governing bodies that, that govern sports. It's, it's all there. So if you're a tested athlete, you're going to get popped if you use this. Um, if you use it too much, obviously, uh, because it does have just an incredibly short half-life. All right, so let's back up a little bit before we get into that and talk about the half-life and all that. Circadian rhythms, the way it affects circadian rhythms, you brought it up a little bit. Tell us a little about, about that and how what, what that is and how this can actually affect it because that's one of the benefits of it. Circadian rhythm, uh, I just called the sleep cycle here uh, for uh, for simplicity purposes. There are a lot of processes that your body goes through uh, during your sleep, when you're asleep, uh, you're obviously in a, you're resting, you have your REM uh, cycle going on in your brain. You're also in a fasted state. And so things like human growth hormone are secreted at a high amount while you sleep up to 14 to 16 times more human growth hormone released while you're sleeping than when you're awake, your body goes through uh, different phases of repair, recovery, you really grow when you're when you're sleeping more than when you're at the gym, way more, obviously, right? Now, SR will bring some of these benefits to you while you're awake without you being asleep. If anything, it actually helps you have more wake energy, but it will have some of the benefits, uh, recuperative growth benefits that you would get during sleep. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I fully understand how it all works, because scientists that work on it and developed it don't even understand how it fully works. But from everything we've seen, uh, you kind of get some of that active recovery, some of that, some of those benefits that you would get laying down sleeping during REM sleep, uh, you, you seem to be able to get even while you're wide awake. 
it's so it's it's actually pretty interesting compound in that regard. What do All you right. know about that, Steve? Well, I think you you pretty much covered it, but I'm going to kind of when we start talking about the athletic benefits that we've experienced personally from it, I think people will kind of understand that. But before we do, the other one that it does similar to the way GW works, probably exactly the way GW works, the way it affects the lipid health positively, unlike SARMs, because SARMs will throw off your cholesterol. SR and GW will actually benefit your cholesterol. And then the second one is glucose metabolism, the way our, our cells store fat. So get into that. You've actually developed a product called Intuslin. I, I, I think you developed it or I, I kind of helped you develop it. And it kind of helps uh, with fast, <laughs> fast storing. So tell us a little about, about that and how Intuslin actually boosts is this insulin is this boosting insulin sensitivity or is it just changing the way your cells store fat with this SR? That's a good question. There's people researching it right now that couldn't even really tell you. They can tell you the effects and how it's really how it's working on the body, but what it's doing at a cellular level, uh, we are guessing quite a bit. SR is a great one to use with Entuslin. SR like GW, they both share the benefit that these could be used by people with diabetes and it could help them uh, with their diabetes. So if anything, both GW and SR are increasing insulin sensitivity in the muscle cells. They're also making the mitochondria in your muscle cells more effective at burning uh, energy. Saw some literature on or the increasing of the actual amount of mitochondria. So there's definitely a positive shift in the way your body utilizes, metabolizes energy that's going to lead you towards uh, less of fatty deposits, more expent energy, more uh, energy for your brain and just your, your overall health, mood and attitude improves. So there's definitely some, some really good key added benefits. How it works at a cellular level, guys, I'm not going to sit here and really pretend I know everything. I've gone through pretty much most of the research that is out there. And even doctors are finding new things. There's a, a new study, and the, the study senior author is Mitchell Lassar, MD, PhD, the director of uh, the Institute of Diabetes. And even he's saying that SR's benefits are not limited to or are not as closely tied to affecting your circadian rhythm as we originally thought. He thinks that a lot of the benefits that uh, a SR9009 is providing us don't even involve the REV-ERBS uh, proteins. So it's, it's even something that is still being researched, guys. So I can't, I can't really get, get into, into, uh, <laughs> into the cellulars of it without maybe later on uh, things shifting and me having put my foot in my mouth, obviously. So um, for this one, I think we're going to, we're going to, I'm going to mostly focus on, on the real world effects because everybody's a little bit confused about how it really works at a cellular level. Yeah. We're going to talk about that. One of the uh, studies though, I wanted to kind of uh, point out and I'm going to link it in our, in the show notes was the one they did on mice. Um, they showed that mice could run 50% more when they took SR9009 both in distance and time. 
So if you're an endurance athlete or you just want an edge in the gym or an edge in the bedroom or an edge going bicycling or kayaking or swimming or swimming at the beach, whatever, this stuff is amazing for that. Um, they also noticed that the changes in metabolic rates increased energy expenditure by 5%, even when the user is resting. This is one that I'm probably going to give a try and maybe add it onto my uh, GW run that I'll be starting shortly here between now and, and New Year's. This might be one that I, that I mess with for that. Now, let me ask you a question, Steve. Have you seen anything about heat or temperature uh, going up from user reports using SR9009? Have you seen? No, no, no absolutely not. No, because no, well, that's what well, that's interesting about it is this. Not a stimulant. It's not a stimulant. No. Well, it does it doesn't have to be? For example, uh, something like fucosanthin, which is naturally occurring in seaweed, it's known as a as a mitochondrial uncoupler. So it'll actually increase the amount of energy that your mitochondria will, will burn, but it'll also increase heat the more uh, action and reactions going on in your mitochondria there's a higher chance of of higher temperature in your body coming from it it seems like sr9009 makes mitochondria work more effectively without increasing a temperature which is which is quite interesting it seems like it's doing other things to help burn body fat and give you energy besides just making your mitochondria go go harder go faster because uh we 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 know some compounds naturally occurring that already kind of help do that and they will tend to raise your your temperature quite a bit no because you don't sweat more on it so i would think you would sweat more if that was the case you know what i'm saying you're kind of like you, you see what i'm saying so but if you drink like a, a lot of coffee before a workout your your temperature will go up your heart rate will go up you'll sweat more but this actually does the opposite it's kind of like switching out your honda from a v4 engine to a v6 engine it's kind of like that um so it's going to give you more torque more power um and another thing too in the studies was interesting it actually caused a decrease plasma triglycerides total cholesterol Plasma non-esterified fatty acids, plasma glucose, plasma insulin. They all dropped in these studies. And I don't think I don't think the amount that dropped is is transferable to humans as much, but I do think that this does does this um, in our body. And that's part of the way it helps you burn fat. If we if we go back to how it helps you burn fat, if it's enhancing your glucose metabolism. It's going to allow you to basically eat the same diet and then burn more fat on it. So, but people, but people on it, we should explain that what Steve is saying is absolutely right, but you, you will also feel more hungry than when you take a stim, uh, that's a central nervous system stim that tends to shut appetite down. SR shouldn't have uh, appetite uh, shutdown effect. Would that be correct, Steve? It doesn't affect appetite at all. The only thing that that SR did with me is let's say I took it and then I went running. I kind of get an upset stomach because of the what was in it, the way they add the, the whatever they're using, the grain alcohol or whatever fillers they're using. It, part of it would kind of upset my stomach a little bit. So what I would do is I would take it in advance 
of, of going running this way. I don't just take it right before and it goes in my stomach and it's like, Oh, it tastes nasty, you know? And then I got to go running with a nasty taste in my mouth where I want to, you know, puke. Yeah. Those, uh, those liquids I'm, I'm done with, uh, they do use uh, grain alcohol. They, they use alcohol. Um, one fifty one. I've heard in these liquids and it does preserve the molecule. I mean, I mean it helps it, uh, stability, but man, is it really tough on, on, on your stomach, especially if you're trying to take it like on an empty stomach for AM cardio. Um, this is why I've, for my GW and SR run, I got myself uh, some capsules and I'm going to just be running capsules. But they put, don't they put sugar in those capsules too? Mm, this actually, so there's, there's, a, there's a dude out there I know and he does uh, very small private runs. He's a private guy. He doesn't, he doesn't uh, market himself out there. And he doesn't put sugars in the capsules. As a matter of fact, uh, the, the fillers that he uses for the capsules are going to help uh, the SARMs absorb better into your system. And you can take this stuff on an empty stomach uh, before cardio. And if anything, it'll help settle your, settle your stomach down a little bit. Because this has been a huge problem with uh, finding some of these liquid SARMs. And, um, and yeah, I mean, you'd really, nowadays for, for steroids, for SARMs, you really want to find a, a good private source, a guy who's a, who's a real chemist, who lives this stuff, who's using the batches of stuff himself. And can and actually make some available to to people outside to pay the bills. And there's a few guys out there. I'm I'm really friendly with one of them. And this is where I'm getting my my GW and my run of of SR. Which after doing all of the research for it on this podcast, and I've had some people that that use Entugard along with SR, and that use Entuslin obviously along with SR. So I I know of the of the good benefits of it. And just going through some of the literature and some of the studies um, done and, and some of the stuff these doctors are saying about it, it seems that out of all the SARMs, SR is, is one of the more beneficial ones with uh, less harms. You know, it's, it's pretty darn beneficial and, and it doesn't have a lot of harms. Now, when you compare it to something like YK11, uh, YK11 is more of a designer steroid. It, it's more, if you just looking at, this, at the structure on paper even, it looks a lot like a like a regular steroid, but SR isn't. SR doesn't even uh, work. or doesn't even attach to androgen receptors. SR is more like a like a GW uh, type of uh, of compound, and it just it does have a, a ton of additional benefits. I think where it falls short with GW is in the dosing. I mean, you got to take SR what four to six times a day or something. Well, I have I have a bone to pick with that um, logic because uh, when SR first came out, a lot of the early gurus, you know, they they started using it and they would use it like that. They'd be taking it several times a day. They're like, oh, it's got a low, it's got a uh, very short half life. So you know what? I got to take it very often. The half life on it is very very short, um, and it's only like a couple hours, maybe three hours tops. So it's in and out of your system in a big amount within like six to eight hours. So really you probably have to dose it two, three times a day if you want it in your system 24 hours. So I have a bone to pick with that logic though, because it's the, the whole purpose of it would be to give you a sharp spike in it going to your body versus GW, which is a 24 hour half life. So you take the GW, it doesn't, 
build in your system so fast. It'll take time to build in your system. So the GW, you want to take it daily, like every day, the same time daily. And it kind of like flattens out after like a few days, it'll flatten out and be in your system equally throughout the day. Well, SR, if you take it once a day at 8 a.m., you're going to get a sharp spike at 9, 930, and then it's going to start coming back down. And then by like the afternoon, it'll be out of your body in, you know, very, very low amounts. And then by the evening, it'll be completely out of your body. So rather than just taking it multiple times a day and getting these wild swings, my logic is just take it right before you're going to do your exercise. This way it gives you that sharp spike and you can take advantage of it while you're exercising or while you're doing a race or while you're doing an MMA or why are you bicycling or why you're doing whatever, while you're weight training. And then it's not in your system the rest of the day. You can go about your business. So that's why I think SR9009 is much more better as an athlete, be, you know, uh, taking it that way for exercise advantage versus taking it just for fat loss. I think GW would be better for fat loss because GW can just take once a day. Yeah, that is exactly how I plan to incorporate SR9009 into my cycle. I'm going to take the GW twice a day and I'm just taking the SR before I train, which it's going to be twice a day on some days, once a day on others. And then there are days where I might not take it at all at all when I'm resting from all the research I've done uh, towards in order for me to get towards my goals, which is just getting a little bit bigger and a little bit more ripped right before, right before uh, the holidays, right before new years, it seems as though, the best way to go about it, the best way to take it is just right before I'm working out. That is providing that I'm taking GW twice a day. I'm also going to be taking Entuslin, which is my non-stimulant fat burner. And I'm taking my Entugenerate ES to make sure that my testosterone production is where it needs to be. Um, those are kind of the main, the, the, the four main, that's the foundation of my cycle really. Uh, this cutting cycle I'm doing is the HG Generate ES to keep my test levels and my testosterone production going, and Tuslin to just shift that insulin sensitivity towards muscle building and fat burning. GW twice a day and SR uh, a few minutes before uh, before training, about twenty to thirty minutes before training. It it seems like it seems like the best way to go. If you were gonna run SR kind of uh, without GW, then yeah, maybe to get all of the benefits out of it, fat burning, right? You might have to take it from morning till night because it has such a short half-life and you, you're not using anything else for fat loss. But seeing as though I'm stacking it with GW and adding it with with the Entuslin and uh, and the ES, uh, Entugenerate ES, then yeah, I mean, just using it as a, as a pre-workout boost is it, the best way to go about it, in my opinion. What do, what do you so, think? so this is the way I, this is the way I would run it. You take the N2 slim, the GW, and SR, you put them on a table. Okay. That GW, 20 milligrams a day. I don't care when you take it, just take it 20 milligrams a day, whatever you want. Then what I would do is time restricted feeding. I would take the SR, I would do time restricted feeding, then I would work out. So I would take the SR 20 milligrams about 30 minutes before my workout. 
Okay, let's say I'm my feeding windows between four and eight, okay, or four to six, whatever, four to six p.m. So you would go take it at about, you know, two thirty, three o'clock. Take the twenty milligrams of the SR, then go work out, come home, take the Intuslin, take two two caps of the Intuslin, and then I'd have a healthy meal, and then. An hour later, I'd have my second meal or two hours later, I had my second meal or three hours later, whatever, and then take another two capsules of the N2SLEN and then have my meal 30 minutes before. So that's that, that's the way I would run it. And if you wanted to like make it simple, just then take the GW that evening after, after your meal. Um, or you can take the GW like around noon or something i just don't know like it just depends what's in what's in the gw i always worry like oh my gosh is it does there sugar in the in the gw is the grain alcohol gonna affect your fast i don't know so but at the end of the day you know taking any drug or any hormone is gonna affect the fast but if your goal is just weight loss and you don't care about the other benefits of fasting you don't care about the autophagy benefits they just run it the way I, the way I told you, and you'll be good to go. You'll have amazing fat loss, and uh, that's that's the way I would do it. And eat you know two healthy meals in that window. You don't go and eat McDonald's or pizza. Yeah, make make sure you're getting real real stuff. You know, one of the things I notice when I go to my 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 guy, the private guy, is sometimes he won't have stuff, and he'll tell me, "Hey, it's it's hard to get right now. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be able to get it for a few weeks." But then you go on these websites and they all claim they have the compound, even though I know from hearing from my guy that the compound is dried up for one reason or another. There's not just not enough of it coming out of China or coming out of India. Some of these places, this stuff is made. But somehow on the websites, because uh, they're open to the public, they always tend to have it. And that usually is them switching out compounds, taking pro hormones and throwing them into, into some of these bottles and calling them SARMs because some people don't know any better. You can probably uh, take some of the ones or fours or five DHEAs and throw it into, into one of these compound, into one of these bottles and say, and put a SARM sticker on it. And then you hand it out to people and people will get some effects. I mean, for a newbie or somebody that doesn't know much of anything, they'll, they'll feel something and they'll just think this SARM, this song gave me gyno. This song raised my liver values, you know, things like that. And a lot of times it's just, you know, the, these these brands uh, and these websites that are open to everybody sometimes have a lot of uh, pressure to, to have the products in stock and they just can't get it. Not because they don't have the money or they are sometimes they just can't get it. Or sometimes their source that's been reliable for, for months and years sends them a, a bunch of bunk stuff. And all they do is just throw it in in the in in their products and don't care. So uh, there's definitely that. If you're getting the real stuff, the real legit stuff, GW uh, and SR, if you get both legit, I mean, you're gonna be on on just autopilot with fat burning. It's pretty pretty decent. I'm I'm go I'm gonna mess with it this year. I mean, I I'm trying to put on a little bit of size on my on my specifically biceps, triceps, forearms just to give myself a, a better symmetry look for when I take these pictures. And uh, it's going to be interesting. Um, see how much mass and, and size I can actually gain on my desired body parts as I 
chisel in and, and cut in my, my midsection. So we'll, we'll see how this GW and SR treats me in this process. And I'll be, I'll be sharing with you guys all the information about it. SR can also be stacked in steroid cycle, by the way. So you can use it as part of your steroid cycle. If you're recomping, if you're cutting, if you're trying to get ready for a show, if you want just to get endurance during your cycle, it makes a big difference while you're working out. You just don't get winded on this stuff. Um, so it makes a big difference when you're working out. Can you imagine just instead of like trying to stim yourself up for a workout to give yourself energy, just taking this stuff and not using a stem and just using your own body's adrenaline and your own body's, you know, uh, energy to tap into while you work out it makes a huge, huge difference. So yeah, I mean, give it a shot. I'm not like, you know, this isn't magic, you know, it's not magic. None of these PDs that we talk about are magic pills and magic beans, but they do give you an advantage. So um, I'll give you an example. Um, I could say, honestly, like, your 5k time, you can knock off 30 to 45 seconds off your 5k time, just taking this before your 5k. That's how, that's how good this stuff is. So that's, but it's not going to magically make you run a 16 minute 5k, you know what I'm saying? Like overnight. So if you run like a 22 minute 5k, which is a really good time, it'll help you get down into the mid 21s or low 21s. That's, that's where it shines. So and then your workouts, same thing. You'll be working out and you'll be like, wow, I'm not getting winded. So that's that's where it shines. Anything else to add before we finish up, right? You know, I've, I've said about SARMs quite a bit. Uh, something like RAD or even um, YK, you know, some of the stuff that you'd be better off using steroids because steroids have all of those benefits and more. And we know what to expect out of steroids. And I've said that the only SARMs that are really kind of worth using are the ones that give you additional benefits that steroids don't give you. Additional benefits that steroids just don't, don't give you at all. And this one, SR, like GW, what I really like about these is that they give additional benefits, but they're not competing with your androgens. They're not competing for androgen receptors. And that's pretty darn cool. So you can do, you can run your cycle, your cutting cycle, whatever it is you're doing, you, you can run it. You can hit it pretty hard. And you don't have to sit here and worry about these compounds, these weaker compounds, uh, trying to compete your own testosterone, your own DHT, or other steroids you're taking, trying to compete them out of the androgen receptors. So you can actually stack these compounds on top of steroids, and there won't be any effect. If anything, they're going to work in some synergy to make you just make you feel better, make you make your cycle go a longer way. You know, if you if you are taking a nice cutting cycle with some nice expensive cutting steroids, because most of the cutting steroids are expensive, you know, some oxandrolone with Masteron, you know, you're doing something along those lines. If you throw in a cheap SARM that's competing for androgen receptors with those drugs, maybe not, maybe not the best thing to do. But if you take in a, a SARM or I should say a compound that's categorized as a SARM, as we're discussing right now, SR9009 or GW, um, 
then these compounds are not going to compete with the expensive steroids you're taking for androgen receptors. They're, they're going to do their thing something else. They're going to work on and inhibit other proteins and, and, and they're going to affect the way your cells work in a, in a different pathway. And that, that's actually pretty darn cool. You know, the only SARM that I think I've really said, hey, this, is, this would be good for uh, to take osterin osterin at least even though it does compete with androgen receptors it helps heal bone and and he heal connective tissue tendons ligaments joints bone i mean it's great for that so i can see a benefit there but yeah yeah so um a couple of quick things on sr there are two versions of sr out there that i've seen they're both developed by the same by the same lab uh, for the purposes of clarity, today we're discussing SR9009, and, and there's another one out there. Uh, side effects, I think one major side effect that I've seen with SR that, that's here or there, some people get it, some people don't, is a little bit of a blurriness in the vision. And I've only seen seen a couple of guys report it. Uh, it doesn't seem to be very prevalent. It doesn't seem to be something that everybody's getting. But for the most part, this one seems to be pretty pretty side effect free. Um, would I take, look, I take N2Guard with every cycle just because I know what it does for my organs, for every organ in my body. I know what it does for my body. I know how I feel on it. So I take N2Guard with it. Um, is this is it necessary for liver support? What do you think, Steve? Uh, you've probably dealt, and you've done it yourself. I haven't used SR yet. You've done it yourself. You probably dealt with more guys using SR. 9009 stenabolic do you think uh it, it's affecting the liver at all yes because anything you put in your body that's foreign is going to affect your liver i mean it's just and like it's, full of it's, 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 it's like it's, it's like full sticking something too. down your toilet you put yeah. something on your toilet you, and it's you full put... of synthetic when you talk about even a steroid uh the structure of the steroids is very 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 close to testosterone if you look at the structure of SR, nothing like testosterone. It is nothing like like anything really naturally occurring that we can see. Very, very slight, very slight effect on the liver. But I've seen when you stack a bunch of SARMs together, a bunch of chemicals together, that really spikes it. So that's that's what you look for. It's just like your toilet. You stick a bunch of stuff down your toilet, it's gonna clog up your your pipes. That's the, that's the way the liver works. So, but if you stick a little bit, if you take a paper roll, paper towel, you slowly put paper towel in there and flush the toilet, it's probably not going to clog your pipes. But if you take a whole roll in there, it's going to clog your type, uh, pipes. So that's the same thing. That's the way our livers work. Our livers are always working. So just avoid the alcohol. Stay stay away from alcohol. Take care of your liver. Take your N2Guard and you'll be good to go. It's not a big deal. Yeah, stay away from alcohol as long as you're not taking, as long as you're not buying this in a liquid. If you're getting this in a liquid, uh, you know, you're going to get a little bit of alcohol in there. Some people don't mind and don't care. Uh, some people just completely hate the taste of it. I've, I've just, I'm just done with it because I do a lot of uh, fasted cardio, morning cardio. And man, just like taking a, a shot of some swimming in, in grain alcohol in the morning before cardio, it just oh, it doesn't feel yeah. good. But a green alcohol is not like vodka. It's not the same chemical. Oh, it's way stronger though. It, yeah. but it, alcohol per volume uh, is way stronger. Vodka is, sits at around four. But you're not going to get drunk taking a bottle of sauce. It's a stomach feel. It feels yeah. terrible in the stomach and going down too when it when it's hitting your taste buds. It tastes terrible. 
All right, guys. Well, I think we covered everything in this podcast. SR9009. This was podcast number 356. So, yeah, we're, uh, we, I think we covered all the SARMs. So, we're going to move on to other compounds going forward, guys. So, keep the questions coming. We'll have a Q&A on the way next week. Have a good one. And if you guys are listening to this podcast now, uh, make sure to look at the podcast that we did after this. Because we're going to do some wrap-up shows. We're going to do a Psalms wrap-up show where we go down the line, down each and every Psalm that we've already discussed, talk about the episode number, and just give you guys kind of a, a short final word on each Psalm. And we're going to do that some with some of the anti-estrogens and some of the steroids. We're going to do some wrap-up shows. So if you're reading this, if you're listening to the show now, make sure to look at the rest of our show library on your on your uh, either whether you're listening on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening at, make sure you go through the rest of our library because we're going to have a really nice Psalms wrap up show with references to each episode so that you can just get all of our opinions about these Psalms in one, one show. All right. Take care, you guys. See you guys later. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.